The Seattle Kraken are hoping that their nucleus can guide them to the postseason once again this year. But a few questions remain heading into the season, most notably between the pipes. We'll discuss that and more on today's special season preview edition of the Locked On NHL podcast. We are your team every day. The NHL season is less than a week away and Locked On's season preview coverage continues as we welcome in host of Locked On Kraken, Erica L. Ayala, to discuss everything that you need to know about the Seattle Kraken heading into the 2023-2024 season. Erica, welcome in. Thank you for joining me today. Let's dive in and get started with the biggest storyline surrounding the Seattle Kraken heading into the season. Well, sure thing. Thanks as always, Seth, for having me. Uh, I'm here live at Climate Pledge Arena, so you can hear the DJ hard at work. But um, I think the largest storylines coming in, one is the performance of the Seattle Kraken last season, being able to defeat Colorado in round one, getting all the way to game seven against Dallas in round two, just falling shy there. And then also, quite honestly, the Coachella Firebirds making it all the way to the Calder Cup final, once again, falling in game seven in overtime. So lots of promise. Now it's a matter of if we can build on that. And kind of to that note, I think uh, one of the bigger storylines also is that we will have less controversy with Shane Wright because he has been granted an exemption and he will be able to, should he not make the Seattle Kraken roster, to be with the Coachella Valley Firebirds full-time this season. Erica, what was the most significant off-season move for the Kraken and why? Yeah, this is a great question. I honestly don't think that we've had the greatest offseason as far as free agency, but I think I'm going to go with Kyler Yamamoto. He is local to Washington State, and we lost a lot of our fourth line depth, basically our entire fourth line. So the exit door was full on swinging for our fourth liners with uh, with Daniel Sprong, uh, Ryan Donato, and Morgan Geeky going elsewhere. But what we get in Kyler Yamamoto coming in is a player that hopefully at the faceoff dot and on special teams can help boon the Seattle Kraken because special teams were a little bit of a, a bugaboo for the Seattle Kraken last year. Uh, Erica, who figures to be the most important player on your team this season and what makes them so crucial to the team's success? I have a feeling I think I know which way you're going here. I think you just might. I have a one and a one B, if you will. But I have to go with Philip Grubauer because it is Philip Grubauer's performance in the postseason that got the Seattle Kraken in the right direction. He had been hurt earlier in the season. We know that the goaltending was not great in season one. So if he can come back healthy and he can repeat the performance, feel comfortable. I spoke to him just today. He felt that a lot of the success was also team success and the team knowing their assignments, kind of having a better feel and handle of the systems. And he felt that that led to the success that the, the entire team was able to have. I thought that was very humble of him. But yes, we need Philip Grubauer. And if I had to say another player, this is going to be Maddie Beneers. He's coming off the Calder uh, Award, obviously. He's a player that, of course, had that that 10 games in his first season and was a true rookie last year. But 
just like the Seattle Kraken, Maddie Beneers is not going to be taking anyone by surprise. So the way Maddie Beneers goes, I think the way the Kraken goes. How can he and how can the team be able to rebrand and really level up what they had success with last season in order to continue to build off of, again, that uh, second round appearance? Maddie Beneers is not going to be taking anybody by surprise. Who is a name, though, that may from the Seattle Kraken? Who's your breakout candidate for this season? Well, you know, I think I'm I'm inclined to say Yamamoto again, but since I already mentioned him, I'm actually going to go with someone who was on the team last year and who I also spoke to at training camp, and I'm going with Oliver Bjorkstrand. His numbers were, you know, serviceable, but a, a, maybe a little bit of a slow start. But in speaking to Oliver Bjorkstrand at training camp, he said, if you look at my numbers, I tend to have a little bit of a slow start coming to the Seattle Kraken. He did want to see more um, offensively from himself in the regular season. But again, he was a player in the playoffs that maybe didn't get all of the goals that we were expecting, but he was an integral part. I think Justin Schultz on the defensive end, also another player that really showed up for the Kraken, maybe surprised a little, uh, a few people by showing up in the uh, postseason. And Schultz will be a, an, an unrestricted free agent, one of the older players on the team. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I think that there's a, a couple of guys that I think could potentially take uh, to be a pleasant surprise if they can really get their performance a little bit more level and steady. Most definitely. All right. The big question is what does this season look like uh, in terms of a success standpoint? What would a successful season look like for the Kraken? And what is at stake if they're not able to get to that mark? It's a great question. I want to say, although we were a 100-point team last year, I do think that success is getting pretty close to that again. But for me, the real measure is going to be the record at home. The Seattle Kraken were actually road warriors. We talked about that a lot on Locked on Kraken. And I think that they'll have to be better at home if they want to not only match the success that they had last year, but be able to improve upon it. We have a pretty tough schedule coming right out the gate. So being able to have home ice advantage, take advantage of these fans that are right here at Climate Pledge Arena is going to be huge. And overall, overall, I think success would be this Seattle Kraken team finding a way into the playoffs once again. Seth, you and I have been around enough hockey people to know that what do you say? If you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. And I think the Seattle Kraken were proof positive of that last year. And now let's show that it wasn't a fluke, that this is a team that structurally is built to have success in years three to five. And this being our third season, that starts now. For more on the Seattle Kraken, make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube so you never miss an episode. And make sure to check out the season previews for all 32 teams across the Locked on NHL channel. All part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.